1: This episode of Listen Now is brought to you by me, Matt Stewart, and my 2020 live comedy show Monkey House at the Brisbane Comedy Festival at the Powerhouse from the 10th to the 15th of March and then back home to Melbourne for the Melbourne International Comedy Festival at the Victoria Hotel from the 26th of March till the 19th of April. And you can grab tickets now with the discount code PODCAST via mattstuartcomedy.com slash gigs that's mattstuartcomedy.com slash gigs there'll be a link in the show description use the discount code podcast and let's have a bloody good time together now on with the show this podcast is part of the planet broadcasting network visit
0: planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates
1: Welcome to Listen Now, the podcast where we go through the back catalogs of some of the most important and rockinest bands of all time, starting with Australian pub rock legends, Cold Chisel. I'm your host, Matt Stewart, and with me, as always, is my co-host, Sam Tonkin. Hello. <laughs> welcome, Sam.
0: Hello. Thank you for welcoming me once more. Matt,
1: welcome. So good to have you here in the in the Chis zone.
0: In the Chi Have we not come up with anything better? No. The, the ring side? Are we in, are in, we the, in, the, are in ring, the ring? Are we no, in we're the, in the ring? I don't know. We should have have talked about this before. We should have talked about it before.
1: (laughs) Damn it. We should have thought about it before. We should have,
0: yeah.
1: (laughs) Well, we're still pumped, aren't we?
0: Oh, my goodness. My goodness.
1: Just a few days ago at the time of recording, we saw the band live and in the flesh, Cold Chisel, (gasps) in Geelong. And it was, I think, maybe the best concert i've ever been to maybe
0: i am a hundred percent in agreement with you i think that's probably the best live show i've ever seen in my life it was fucking it was an absolute cum thumper it was a cum thumper
1: start to finish
0: just oh my goodness
1: i yeah i had an absolute uh i should say i felt on top of the world biggest natural high ever yep as well as you know the beers, but and, and the red wine, <laughs> that red wine high, and we yep. were at a winery after all. Mount and Diddy then the next makes day, a nice Shiraz. I felt I'm like oh the Shiraz. The you Shiraz just, was nice. I sampled that thoroughly. Yeah, you well you had yours and then mine because mm-hmm. I I mm-hmm. didn't enjoy it as much. But
0: yep. you went to the beers. We've got very different palates. We do. I thought I'd like it. I know, and here we are.
1: Here we are. I have finished the night with VBs in hand. So that, Oof. I, I feel like that's tradition,
0: though. That seems that seems right for a Cold Chisel concert.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, I thought maybe to kick it off, I'll read out a review from the uh, the Age slash Sydney Morning Herald, and then maybe we'll talk about our how we found it ourselves.
0: Sounds, sounds good.
1: And and maybe you can remind me how I ended up falling over <laughs> at the end of the night. but because <laughs> I haven't. Yeah, I need to, I need <clears throat> some sketchiness in yep. some parts. But anyway. Um, this is by Martin Bolton uh, from January the 13th. He wrote this. If you want to look it up, there'll be a link in the show notes. Five stars he's given it hey. right off the top. Down the green, Mount Dunedin winery, Saturday, January 11th. He writes, over 20,000 people. I think normally th- I've seen 22,500 20, is what we have seen.
0: 22,500 to 23 is what I've seen. Yep. Uh,
1: tw- over 20,000 people enjoyed far cooler, calmer summer conditions than vast swathes of the country has experienced of late filing into Mount Duned estate, all too aware of the significance of the surroundings. I think um, we were probably lucky. The other show that I would have been choosing to go was the Yarra Valley one, and that was uh,
0: that the basically Ruther- washed Rutherglen?
1: out. No, Rutherglen's further north, and that one was cancelled because oh, was of the that was cancelled because
0: of the That's right. Bloody of the smoke. hell. Fuck, we really so the, out th- here.
1: the three Victorian ones. One was cancelled because of smoke. One was very wet. Yep. And you see all the photos of people all wearing ponchos. Yep. And we just got this beautiful, cool. We got
0: cracking weather for a cracking night for a cracking show Cause... with a cracking band.
1: <laughs> they say unconditionally cool, and it, it was because we've you know it's been a hot summer. Yeah. Um, Has
0: it been a red hot summer?
1: It's been a, a last wave of summer. <laughs> <laughs> but um but it, it was cool but it wasn't cold. I was mm-hmm. I was wearing a a t-shirt. Yep. T-shirt and jeans. So I was sort of like it was perfect it was evening outdoor show weather. Anyway, I've interrupted Martin within a paragraph of Poor his Martin. review. He goes on to say, Only four days earlier, Cold Chisels' enormous blood Moon show in Rutherglen's picturesque wine region had to be cancelled due to thick smoke haze caused by bushfires. We probably should just let Martin speak. Yep. We've Please. jumped in. <laughs>
0: We've come in early and he knows what he's talking about. He knows
1: what he's talking about. This is Sorry, Martin. Sorry, Martin. This is Martin Bolton we're talking about.
0: Yeah, old mate. Sorry
1: about that. Old mate Uh The bush surrounding the Warn Ponds venue near Geelong sits far from the stage but the thousands of fans knew just how lucky they were to be watching one of Australia's greatest ever bands in full flight. As 2019 closed, the annual Falls Music Festival in Lawn was also cancelled. So these huge outdoor concerts are no guarantee uh, going forward. And we knew that as well. Mm-hmm. We like in the week leading up to it, we were like, hopefully um, it's all okay to go on, but we yeah. weren't sure. But
0: yeah, it was, it was just waiting until the day just to see if it was actually going to happen. And w-
1: when we uh, <clears throat> drove in, your friend... Uh, drove us in mm-hmm. which was very Megan
0: shout out thanks for Ubering us.
1: Thanks for the Five Uber. out of five stars. Uh, and we passed a little fire on the way through and a fire yeah. truck going the other direction. So we're like, oh God, this is
0: it's I mean, it's on the doorstep.
1: Yeah. Anyway, Martin goes on. <laughs> he continues. Fuck. He's hardly got it he's hardly got into it at all, has he? <laughs> He goes on to say, even as Victorian stalwarts Magic Dirt blasted the opening chords of their raucous high-voltage rock and roll, the amphitheatre in the crowd was pal- the atmosphere in the crowd was palpable. Rain bucketed down on fans the night before in the Yarra Valley, uh, which failed to dampen the spirits but highlighted Victorian's extreme weather conditions going into 2020. I love that. That is the classic outdoor concert yep. rain line. Failed to dampen the spirits.
0: Yep. You don't see anything else unless it was a shit show in which it did dampen the spirits. <laughs> yeah, that really
1: the spirits. <laughs> it really dampened the spirits. It
0: really dampened the spirits.
1: Oh, uh, so we we didn't get there for Magic Dirt. We caught the just the very end of the following band, Birds of Tokyo. Um, Magic, I would have loved to have seen them, but this it was my fault because like, I fl- I flew in. But, uh, I had my uh, shows the night before. I was doing the Fringe at the Edge of the World. Yep. So I flew in in the, of the morning. To Melbourne, had to get home, I then mean, get over to our Geelong accommodation and then get over to your friend yeah. Megan's place. And that was unfortunately the reason we missed Magic Dirt.
0: Well, so that started at 3pm in the afternoon and we, I think that was going to be a rough... It was going to be a rough go to get there for that regardless.
1: Probably. Anyway, I'll, I do like Magic Dirt, so it would have been cool to see him on, in front of a huge crowd, but... So uh, let's get back to Martin. Western Australia's Birds of Tokyo followed Magic Dirt on the hugely impressive Day on the Green Stage, opening with plans from their 2010 self-titled album and closing their 11-song set with lanterns from their 2013 Aria chart-topping March Fires album. And the crowd uh, the, the crowd were quite into them. I wasn't sure how they'd go down. Mm. But they're, they're sort of a band that's built for a big stadium sort of stuff. It's sort of sing-along, soft anthemic rock i guess yeah uh and you really dislike them don't i you?
0: do not have great things to say yeah about them. i don't i
1: find them <laughs> I, I always find it because they're a band that people seem to love or hate but i to me i'm like they feel like a band you would either love or why do, they don't seem to do anything that's hateable
0: they are just being a, too catchy <laughs> they are australia's nickelback to me right and please don't Please don't send me hate, but that's just how I feel.
1: <laughs> well, you're sending hate out in the world, so oh, maybe it'll be sent. Cancelled, <laughs> <laughs> cancelled for for dissing. <laughs> yeah, that a song early on that I really like called <clears throat> Silhouet.ic Ever heard that? Uh, no, do you, have
0: uh, a, do you have a clip of it? Oh. We were cutting right into Marty. Sorry, Marty.
1: Sorry, Marty. Let me pull up some. Well, oh. while I find that you're gonna have to say something though. What did? Okay. So what? Can you put your finger on why you don't?
0: I think it's. Oh, okay, so for just their general music, I just find it to be like super blandina, super beige. There's nothing that's I like... that's
1: what I mean. How do you hate beige? Because it beige doesn't have. Just... Isn't that the kind of thing that you would not really have any thoughts about?
0: No, well, no, I have
1: you, but you I do have
0: negative thoughts about
1: Here's silhouette. That, I think that's of their first album.
0: That is more interesting than any other thing I've ever heard from them ever. Right. But do you know what? I um I think it actually came up in my Facebook memories recently, the reason that I fully turned on them, because I was sick of them pretty early. Uh, like when Plans came out, I was just like, Ugh, it's like permanently. So this, this is penalty. Plans.
1: So this probably gives a better idea of what.
0: I'm already bored. I think because he's so whiny as well.
1: Yeah, right. Wham- yeah, you like no, no, no. you like emo punk bands. Yeah, not this guy. <laughs> what's what's? I just it's... I think it's fine. I may, maybe I just don't like his voice. But I remember reading this article. Did he hurt you somehow? You had a bad <laughs> dream or something where he? No. He let, you me, he let me let me tell out.
0: you the damn story okay. about why why I fully turned on them. And it was some article in the Herald Sun, which I don't read anymore, but it was a time – I was reading – Dad was reading it. Um, and it was this thing. They'd gone to a show um, and it, the show had finished and he'd gone to get a hot dog, but there was no buns left. And he was – like, he literally – him in the article is like, yeah, I was just so mad that I threw my sausage – like, my hot dog just into the crowd. And I was like, this <laughs> fucking dude, like, fucking old mate Birds of Tokyo <laughs> singer, was so fucking mad that he didn't have some bread for his sausage. <laughs> That he chucked it to some innocent bystander who probably got hit in the face with a saucer. Oh. They weren't prepared for it. I feel like you need consent before you're gonna do that kind before of
1: shit. Before you cup a sausage in the face. Yes. But just
0: know. it was just such like prima donna bo- I'm like, this fucking like
1: mate. Maybe y- you ain't
0: no Mick Jagger. Okay. Like, pull your head out your ass.
1: Alright. So if Mick did it, you'd be like, oh yeah, classic no, Mick. I'd probably tell Mick to fuck off as well.
0: I wouldn't. I'd be like, holy shit, that's Mick Jagger. <laughs> Thanks for the sausage. Why are you in Geelong? <laughs> what are you doing in One Ponds, mate?
1: Love Thanks it. for the sausage. Thanks for the sausage. On your Mick. I was getting a bit peckish. All right. Well, I think we got to the root of the problem. It feels like you're in therapy all of a sudden. Yeah. It all came down to a sausage.
0: We could go on, but um, I don't want to get emotional. Okay.
1: Well, that that's the paragraph, <laughs> the brief paragraph uh, that we've got about Birds of Tokyo. Anyway, Martin moves on to like in any other show, this would be the headliner, oh. Paul Kelly.
0: Fuck, we were
1: spoiled. So spoiled. And I mean, this is the reason why I picked Geelong in the mm-hmm. end. I was lucky, lucky. The bonus was that the weather was the best there. Super good. But um, it was also just because he's, you know, an Australian legend. Mm-hmm. He came out solo. And yeah. I'm like, oh, this will be interesting. If he's going to do a whole set solo, maybe yeah. as he's not the headliner, he might take it down a notch. Yep. But it, that's not how it went down. No. Well, I'll let Martin explain. Oh, please, Martin. Paul Kelly's band featuring the glorious guitar sounds of Ash Naylor, who I'm a big fan of.
0: Yep, I you're, love Ash. Your best mate. As soon as he came on, Matt was very
1: excited. Very excited. Yeah, I'm like, oh, he's playing solo, and then the band started forming, and I'm like, oh, maybe Ash Naylor's here. Uh, and he was, which is cool. Yeah. Um, the sounds of Ash Nailer and Sublime, vocals of Vicar and Linda Bull, also Oh, my exciting. goodness.
0: When they came out, I didn't know who they were, and they came out and they had the moves. Yeah. They had the voices. One of them took over and sang one of the songs, which was just fucking so good. So good.
1: It was so good. It was a great version. <clears throat> um, I think, yeah, I was surprised you didn't know them. To me, they're, like, iconic, but, and they played in a bunch of different bands. Black Sorrows, I think, was maybe one of the ah. first things they were known for, and yeah. then they went solo but they they would have collaborated with everyone. Holy shit! Everyone, I think I, every single person.
0: Birds of Tokyo. Um, I think that's where our slight age difference
1: yes comes into. Yeah, I reckon. I, when I, I remember my my whole life, Vicar mm. and Linda Bull have been around, but only to you, only since you've been twenty nine. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, goes on to say, Vicar and Linda Bull uh, took the late afternoon vibe to a whole new level. Playing crowd favourites before too long, tour door and dumb things. That was, and they were back to back, I'm pretty sure. He just oh, started was, stacking them together.
0: It was ridiculous. He
1: played, he played a heap of, he didn't play every hit he has, but he played a I lot know, of them.
0: He played a lot of them, Jesus.
1: Uh, he, he's called it a sizzling set. Coming on before Chisel is no easy gig, but Kelly sits in the same rarefied air as these Australian rock stars and it showed. Yep. Uh, By the time Jimmy Barns in Moss, Don Walker, Big Phil Smalls, (laughs) Big Phil Smalls, he didn't write that that in, Yep. and Charlie Drayton were punching into the start of Standing on the Outside. The massive crowd was all in it together, singing along smiles from ear to ear. We're sort of skipping ahead a bit because obviously we've been working through chronologically and now we're doing an episode about current days. So Charlie Drayton is the only lineup change that we've had since uh, ringside which we'll talk about in the next – well, next week's episode will we'll, mm-hmm. uh, feature the album where he transitions into and we'll tell that story then, I suppose. Yeah. But he's a cool drummer as well and we'll tell you more about him then. Uh, so they uh, – he goes on, he says, Charlie Dragon We're punching into the start of Standing on the Outside, the massive crowd – I've already read that bit. Cool. <laughs> Releasing new album Blood Moon last month. Their third long player since 2012 and ninth studio album overall has not been. Uh, has not only been well received, but clearly invigorated the band. Pre-tour talk from Barnes about this maybe being the last chance to catch the band live simply doesn't add up. Going on this performance, it's like Cold Chisel could just be hitting their stride. I really hope this isn't the last time they play.
0: I would. I
1: would. It get would make that. me so sad. I would cry. Obviously, so lucky for us to have so got to lucky. see him, but. I'll, I want to see him again Absolutely. So, so much. Um, Choir Girl going all the way back to 1980s much-loved East album. Sounds as strong today as when it was first released. We'll go through the full set list after the review. Yep. Um, but obviously Martin's going to touch on a few of the he's highlights gonna, here. He's going to, you know, he's all over he's it. He's doing his he job. what's what. Don't get in his way <laughs> like we keep doing. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and Barnes's voice miraculously hasn't lost much over the same period. He still rocks hard on Rising Sun, soars when it's his turn on Saturday Night, a standout this Saturday Night, mm-hmm. and simply roars like a hurricane on You Got Nothing I Want. Ugh. Isn't that something that we? I think we talked about because I was nervous that his voice was might have be might have been struggling. You know, had, this far into his career, he's been.
0: We had hope after seeing Mossy Maple Syrup and realizing that his voice was. St- potentially even better the I reckon over the it's years. just slightly it richer. Was, yeah, I would agree. Um, and, yeah, so we were a bit nervous, but Mossy provided us some hope. And and,
1: uh, and it was, yeah, because I, I had heard some <laughs> audio of concerts from the past where Barnsley was, it did sound like his voice was getting was almost just, out of his own control.
0: Yeah, and it, or it was just not quite reaching the notes that he needed to hit. Right. So it was just falling short and it still sounded like okay, but it was...
1: My theory, my, the, my um, Barnes vocal scientific theory is Mm-mm. whatever note he hits is the note he's meant to hit.
0: That's, I mean...
1: It's like Schrodinger's note. I don't <laughs> It's probably not at all like that. <laughs> uh, and when Ian Moss wasn't casting a spell over the crowd with his, his extraordinary guitar playing... Accurate. ...a lifelong combination of hard work, passion and sheer brilliance... He, too, was throwing down some of Chisel's most famous lyrics. My Baby, also from East, another genuine highlight. Big Phil Small. In Bow River. Oh. Which, obviously, was...
0: We'll get to that. We will save our thoughts on that for later in the episode.
1: And When the War Is Over, written by (sighs) previous drummer Steve Presswich. From? From Liverpool. Liverpool. uh, Were among the unforgettable moments of this performance. Phil Small on the... Oh, we should talk about our our favourite tracks. When we go through the set list, we'll about that as well yep because so, like yeah anyway we'll get <laughs> to it <laughs> phil small on bass and drayton on the drums bring the groove in spades to these songs including new tracks as getting the band back together and killing time which also suggests cold Chisel are far from done we got to talk about getting the band back together we did a, a we, brief episode like did. the day after it came out with yep. initial thoughts i was sort of I think I was on the fence about it. You were a little bit was, negative about it. I
0: was on the side of the fence of the no.
1: Yeah. But I've I've crossed I've fallen up fully over to the <laughs> side of the fence, it's into it. And I think you might have as well. You've at least climbed up on the fence.
0: I am Two legs over the good side of the fence.
1: <laughs> and let's not forget Don Walker. Oh.
0: Oh, can we, excuse me, can we please not forget Don Walker? I can't,
1: like, the, everything can we, about him that can night.
0: Can we just quickly, side note, sorry, Martin, again, talk about how Don Walker came out like a suave mofo in his, like, leather jacket or something. Yeah. And he is, it's, a, it's a warm night, it's balmy, and he's obviously working up a sweat, whips off his jacket, Bright red shirt with big white polka dots on him. It was an amazing and he look. Rocked it.
1: I don't I don't think I can name one other person in the world who could pull it off.
0: None. Literally none.
1: He just he just made it work.
0: It was made for him and no one else is the I, only one in the world because no one else could pull it off. I became surely.
1: even more smitten with Don yep. that night. Oh it just oh, Honestly, God. just yeah, falling yep. deeper and deeper into love with that man.
0: Just too good. Too goddamn
1: good. Uh so it says, and let's not forget Don Walker, perhaps the wisest, slightly older head and chief songwriter of this incredible group, who sat perched at his keyboard looking like he'd just climbed off a motorcycle in his black leather jacket.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Walker's keys on the opening of Letter to Alan speak for themselves. He's a master of his craft and a major reason why Cold Chisels so fondly remain close to the hearts of many, many Australian music lovers. Mm-hmm. In all, there were 26 ripping songs played this night, None the least of which included the tough as nails shipping steel yep. and a memorable forever now. Then, of course, there was Kaysan, which brought the biggest sing along of the night. Kaysan? W- Kaysan. Thank Jesus. You. Sorry. I don't know. Kaysan.
0: <laughs> Kaysan. <laughs> Kaysan.
1: I imagine that's how they say it in Adelaide.
0: Yeah, probably.
1: Uh, which brought the biggest sing along of the night and one of the truly great Australian songs of the 20th century, oh Flame gosh. Trees. Uh, song after song, all soaked up by an adoring crowd. No, Cold Chisel ain't done yet, not by a long way. And that's a mighty fine thing too.
0: Yeah, you tell them, Marty.
1: Love that review, Martin. It was a five-star show. It's the kind of show where I would have ad- I would have just about added an extra star.
0: If you—if it were possible. If it was possible. At least one full star on top.
1: Yeah, and I reckon it is possible, <laughs> and I'm doing it. That was a <laughs> six-star doing... show. That was
0: six out of five stars. Six that's how good five. that was.
1: Fuck, it was such a good show. I, like, it just made me feel so good oh, the whole I, way through.
0: It just, every song just got better again. And, you'd like, you'd hear the opening and you're like, oh, my God, there's another one. Yeah. And then the whole song was great, and I think both of us had lost our voices by the end of it. <laughs> yeah. Um,
1: and the good thing about it was because I, I love to sing along at, so- at concerts. <laughs> Which uh, I think, have I talked about on this how I have I've ruined uh, Leonard Cohen for an uncle?
0: I think you might have, but uh, do you want to give a quick recap of...
1: why? Well, I, I uh, sometimes if I have a few too many beers, I like to sing along anyway, but yeah. I'll have a few too many beers and I'll get really enthusiastic about it <laughs> and I can't <laughs> sing. So, and it was a different thing. I think this night there were 22,000 people also singing along yep. with space around. Yep. Leonard Cohen was a seated arena show.
0: Ooh. Oh, I did not realise it was secret.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's one of my life's biggest regrets. Uh, and, uh, yeah, anyway, I found out that uh, I, I probably hurt Michael Mick's uh, enjoyment of that Leonard Cohen show. Unfortunately for Mick, it made it one of the other great concerts I've ever seen. But uh, So let's get on to the set list. Something interesting about it is they've been pretty consistent with the set list. Through the tour,
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, a couple of songs they played uh, in Geelong that they played, they didn't play every other night. They played most other nights. Choir Girl mm-hmm. didn't get played, uh, I think maybe in Fremantle. I mean, it doesn't matter, but one of the other shows, Choir Girl didn't get played, uh, and one of the other shows, The Perfect Crime didn't get played. Yep. But we missed out on Goodbye, Astra, Goodbye, which had – Closed bit, out a couple of shows, Bit devil. only two out of the six so far. So yeah, a lot of people. I thought we maybe we did something. I was expecting it. I'm like, oh, they're yeah, going to finish with surely the classic that's the closer. that's the closer. They started with the classic opener, so let's go through the set list mm-hmm, anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they kicked off with standing on the outside, which is the opener for their you know their most probably most iconic studio album, Yep, East, Correctly. and it's such a great song. It, it is a such baby. a great opener.
0: I will uh, <clears throat> point out that I was. Standing on the outside of the premium seating area because I was waiting to get another red wine and I heard the keys and I turned around and went, fuck!
1: Just that sentence, doesn't that sound very uncold chisel? I was standing on the outside of the premium seating area getting a red wine. (laughs) (laughs) But, uh, yeah, it wasn't seated, it was the... the general admission Premium. at the
0: front. Yeah, and also actually, before we delve further into that, the only reason I got to go to this bloody ripping best show of my life is because of a whole bunch of go on Patreons who chipped in and bought me a ticket. Amazing! Because my poor bloody uni student ass. It sold out so shit. quick,
1: and yeah, you you weren't able to get on it or afford it. I'm so and, glad uh, was very you were able to come. It.
0: Um, but before, so. That makes
1: this conversation a lot easier. It does. I'm <laughs> me just bragging to you about it.
0: And I'm sitting and here weeping. Happened? You just hear me in the background, like. <laughs> um, but yeah, just before we continue on with the set list, uh, first leader is Soph Waldron, who organised pretty much all of it. Sof and Suraj, actually, both organised it. We met Soph uh, on the night, or I met her for the first time. You'd met her before, I, met I think. I yeah. um, Who was yeah. She was sporting a primate's beanie, which was great. Um, And I managed to, she was actually in one of the sections behind us and we managed to sneak her in with us into the front for a good chunk of the show. That was fun.
1: That was Um, cool.
0: But the other people who chipped in and gave me one of the best nights of my life, uh, we've got Jacob Lane, Mike Shirley, Kylie Jones, Adrian Hernandez, Brent Sprackle. I'm sorry if I'm pronouncing any of these names wrong. Tabitha Post, Rachel Johnson, David Shields, um, Gail Rugg, who's a regular commenter on Facebook, I believe.
1: Yeah, from uh the great state of Utah. Yes, I believe. Utah. Thank you. Give me two. Gail
0: Rugg, uh, Nathan Damon, Betsy mm, Nucatelli, Nucatelli,
1: sorry, Nucitelli, fantastic sorry, names Betsy. in this list.
0: Uh, Pete Holberton, uh, Brent Spackler. Did you do it twice? I, I don't Brand know. And Suraj, who organized the actual... Um, Sophie came up with the idea, and Suraj came up with the GoFundMe.
1: Legends, one and all. And did you have to get in contact with Suraj on the morning of the show? Yes, which was my fault.
0: <clears throat> no, I, that, I'm
1: glad I didn't hear about that. That would have <laughs> would have like low-key stressed me out.
0: I was very stressed. I am a fool, and Suraj sent me the tickets like, what, a month previous, yeah, and I was like, sick, thanks, Suraj, bloody ledge, going to cry probably, and I did, twice. Um, and then on the morning as I'm leaving Melbourne to drive to Geelong, I realised that I can't open the ticket because I need his login details, and he does not live in, in Australia, so timing is a bit different, and I shipped myself and messaged him on about three different social media uh, <laughs> platforms, and he eventually got back to me. By the time I was in Geelong, he'd gotten back to me. He'd sent me the tickets. He'd sent me links. He'd sent me logins. Legend. Um, yeah, sorry about that, Suraj. That was I probably should have checked before.
1: <laughs> uh, that's, I would have done the exact same thing. I. <laughs> which, when you messaged me uh, which he might
0: that. have. He may have called out. <laughs> in one of the messages, yeah, he's like, "I did. Uh, did think it was a bit late to check in on that." Um, you are Matt's cousin, and I was like, "Yeah, unfortunately." Organizational skills and maths. What well, I don't know. It, things uh, that run strong. I'd frame in our it genes. more positively
1: than that. But <laughs> <laughs> it's not disorganized. It's just being pretty chilled out about it, Prior, and it always tends we, to we, work out in the end.
0: We don't stress about things. I've only until, ever missed two
1: flights. <sighs> Instance, Have you really? I've taken a lot of flights. I've only missed two. <laughs> One of them was with the, my do go on mates, and that was kind of their fault more than mine. Did they it was miss, all of our fault. Did, but
0: did you all miss the flight? We
1: all missed the flight, oh, yeah. Bummer. And the other time was just my fault. Oops. Uh, but anyway, let's not worry about that.
0: We're not going to. Let's
1: talk about the hundreds of flights I have made.
0: Well, I mean, I'd rather not. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right. Uh, first one.
0: Oh, Christ. Uh, but anyway, huge, <laughs> huge. <laughs> I was butter boy. Um, thank you so much to everyone who chipped in, to everyone who supported, everyone. Even if you didn't chip in, still thank you because there's a whole lot of excellent comments um, saying, you know, hope you get to go. Yes, And uh, I did, and I cried at least twice during it. And as we've said a few times now, probably the best live show we've ever seen. So cannot thank you guys Amazing. enough for getting me there.
1: Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part, for every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness.
0: Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST.
1: Well, let, let's go through the set list. Um, and we, yeah, stop me if you, any of them um, stood out to you for any reason. Mm-hmm. But, Which probably could be all of them, but the um, uh, I'll I'll put this into a playlist on Spotify, and the link to our Spotify account is in the show notes, which already has both of our unofficial greatest hits, Mm -hmm. as well as the if you're a new listener to Cold Chisel, I've got I've put together or we've put together an essential. Yep. Called Chisel Playlist. As we've gone along, we've added songs from each album that are like, these are the ones that
0: you need to do. Not necessarily the greatest hits, but songs that are just true chisel.
1: Yeah. And it it isn't that far of the greatest hits, but it's probably, it's like a slightly expanded greatest hits. Yeah. And I've also uh, done a recut of the Last Wave of Summer album. Yep. Like my personal preference. Uh, the, the re-release version of it is 20 tracks. I've cut it down to a 12-track album. Yeah, I think long... it, if it was the 12-track album I put out, it'd be one of my favourite yeah. albums of theirs. Because <laughs> <laughs> there's so many good songs, and I understand that that would be hard to do, to mm-hmm. chop it down. But And it was sort of an ex- expanded edition. Anyway. Anyway. Uh, so they open with Standing on the Outside. Such a great Cracking uh, opener. It's an interesting choice because they have so many great album openers, yeah. Which to me also means so many great potential uh, concert, concert openers, gig openers. Um, but I think that was a, a great one to choose. Then Wild Colonial Boy, which
0: just quickly did not expect to see live. Loved it on the album. Yep.
1: Loved that they played it. I was so stoked. It was uh, on both of our shortlists for our for yes our unofficial. Yes, I think it you was. picked I it. And it I was did. my just missed mine, but. It was right up there. Mm-hmm. That was the cool thing about having a, a set list that went for twenty six tracks. It meant that they play all their big hits. Yep. But they also have to dip into some album Plus tracks some and some oh. fan favourites. Spoilt. So um, straight away, that's a that's a big fan favourite. Huge. Then you got uh, Choir Girl, another huge hit. Huge sing along, yeah. hit. <clears throat> then Rising Song, another another big uh, hit. Come Thumper, a uh, uh, Jimmy Barnes. Written it's a cum thumper too. It is a cum thumper. that'd yep. also be a great opener. Yep. yep. Uh My Baby. Big Phil Small. Yep. Pumping away Beautiful with his son. uh
0: what is he wearing? A shirtless vest?
1: They're only I mean
0: sleeveless vest. Shirtless vest. <laughs>
1: just the sleeves. <laughs> he was just wearing a collar. <laughs> yeah, he's he's I you know, I would I wouldn't be surprised if for a little while he was also working for uh the uh, chipmunks or whatever they're called.
0: Oh, 100%. 100%. Chipmunks? That's know. all right.
1: I'm just going with it. There's a, a, like
0: a- Oh, I know who you're talking about. Um, The strippers. Yeah.
1: What were they called? I'm going to Google it. Something like chipmunks. Chip and, Dales.
0: Chip and Dales. Is it the one that Jamie Drury used to work for?
1: Yeah. Amazing. Either them or like Land Down Under or Men, men at Work. No, <laughs> Man Down Under. I come for the man down under. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, my baby was also the only, uh, only song single that ever charted for them in America it was huh. it was the it was their their attempted breaking in all America. Right. Uh, all, then all for you, which, which
0: is... I, we haven't covered it in album yet, but that one's one that I knew because it was on the greatest hits that right. I listened to.
1: And yeah, another, I mean, they're all sing along songs. Four mm-hmm. Walls, what a cool, that was so cool to get to see that live. Yeah, and to like really that, take
0: that one down as well yeah, a little bit. That was cool.
1: I love it, bring it down a notch. Mm-hmm. Then they went uh, into a new track, Drive, uh, the single off the new album, Getting the Band Back Together. Mm-hmm. Then one of my all time favorites, Forever Now. Oh, beautiful, loved it. So, so good. <sighs> Land of Hope, another new one. Mm-hmm. Then HQ454 Monroe, which we'll talk about on next week's episode, which yep. is a fucking banger.
0: Yes, it is.
1: You've 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 known that for a while because on your That's also on his, my
0: greatest hits. And it wasn't, wasn't on doing. mine because yeah.
1: my, my it greatest hits predated. 20 years.
0: <laughs> <it>.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, then Saturday Night, which was on Saturday Night. Oh. I don't remember this, but I messaged Dave and Jess because I played that song for them a lot I when we've been touring uh... and I messaged them saying, they're playing Saturday Night on Saturday <laughs> Night. <laughs>
0: Actually, I messaged your brother-in-law
1: Duda. Yeah, because
0: we sing Duda, du, 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 du,
1: du, du. It it feels like one of the hardest songs to pull off live. Yeah, it's got all these different elements that are real studio. Yeah,
0: but they based, still but fucking nailed yeah. it.
1: And also, good. Marcy's voice on the Dudas. Yes, shipping steel, Cracker. which is I like that's because is that on your greatest hits? It wasn't on mine. Uh, it feels like it deserves to that be. That was up. a
0: single, wasn't it? It was. Was it?
1: It was definitely.
0: Was it? It's on the greatest hits that I own.
1: Yeah, it is. Oh, cool. It wasn't on the one I own, so that was. Must be a later uh, one as well. Newer to me. Well, I mean, it was an early track of theirs, but it was. True. Yeah. I'm not, you know, they were different reasons why they picked. Greatest mm-hmm. Hits, because they they didn't put all their singles on the, that no. my Greatest Hits. No, like Hold, me, hold from, me Tight? Yeah, I'd never like heard the before until single. we
0: listened to uh, until we listened to that album. Yeah,
1: twentieth century. Yeah, and that, and that was the first single off that. Yeah, and they played it live. Obviously, at the time, I think they thought it was going to have I more longevity. Didn't do a whole lot. Uh, then you got Nothing I Want. Another. <sighs> Potential great oh. concert opener, but that went off. Merry-Go-Round, maybe was, my highlight oh my of the God. whole show yep. almost was Merry-Go-Round. Potentially, merry go that was... That, the end of... to the. So th- these are the last songs of their, the main set. Yep. Um, how far back do I go? Saturday Night, Shipping Steel, You Got Nothing I Want, Merry-Go-Round, then K-san. K-San.
0: K-San. What the <laughs> fuck is wrong with you?
1: <laughs> I've got the yips. <laughs> <laughs> go on sat now i'm i'm quite every time i go to sat i'm questioning myself and i'm double bluffing myself to going K-Sam. back to the oh, wrong way
0: i just remembered the um the name of the GoFundMe was k sam with the uh, the oh, runner-up God. title was working class sam <laughs> that's great. amazing uh then, that's my future solo show
1: dedicated to cold chisel yeah <laughs> K sam perfect then Flame Trees, then Bow River. Oh my goodness. That's how they've. F- I mean. That's the end of the main set. No encores have happened yet. That's seven. The last seven songs are all bona fide classics. Yep. Saturday night, Shipping Still, You Got Nothing I Want, Merry Go Round, K San, Flame Trees, Bow River.
0: Honestly, Merry Go Round was just. Holy
1: a- shit. Merry Go <sighs> Round. What a track. Wait, as
0: soon as it started, we looked at each other and we we're like, <laughs>
1: <laughs> So um, good. So then they go the- off.
0: Well, well, hang on. Bow River.
1: Oh, yes, of course. Bow uh, River to. I we, mean, you, you finished the show there. That's 20 tracks.
0: 20 hot, red hot fucking tracks. That's,
1: that's an amazing show. Like, that's still greatest show ever. That's
0: great. We we would have died happy then and there. But no, there was more.
1: There was more. There so, was more. But Bo, so what do you think of Bo River, that version? Uh, I, he didn't do the full long drawn out version that I love from-
0: The Barking Spiders. Barking Spiders yep. and,
1: the, and the video clip. Yep. Have you seen that you would have seen the video clip? Oh. It's cut from two different shows. It's yeah. wearing a black shirt and a, a white times. shirt and they cut yep. between the two. Love yeah. it. Uh, that but the funny thing is, whenever I, I grew up I, I swore, and it turns out that this is some sort of a a Mandela effect thing, but I um I I would have sworn that my Greatest Hits had a live Bow River version on it. Ooh. But I look it up and it doesn't seem like any of the versions of that Greatest Hits had a live version. It was just oh. a studio version. But in my head it was, it was the live version. And I'd close my eyes and listen to it as a kid mm. and I'd picture a sunny afternoon outdoor gig. Mm-hmm. But it was, they have never played big outdoor gigs before this tour, or at least not a big tour of outdoor shows. Shit. So, And we now know that all those live recordings were from indoor shows anyway. Yeah. Sweaty. Yep. Arenas so, yep. and pubs,
0: proper pub rock.
1: So it's it's it was really cool to get to see it. Basically, how it was almost like the way I listened to it as a kid was intuition of yeah. how I was gonna end up you seeing saw the it, laugh. yeah.
0: Um, but yeah, it was a crack absolute crack version
1: version, so good, yeah. Pushed
0: high for almost taking over barking spiders. That's how, yeah, it was it was sick. real
1: good. And then so they went off, yep, not for uh, it felt oh. like not very long at felt all. Felt like
0: they'd gone off, maybe strip shirts because they are very sweaty. Yeah, except for Don Walker, maintains. He the doesn't spots. sweat. No, he doesn't sweat. That's Don Walker. You know, you can't question. Cool in a crisis. Had a <laughs> had a quick drink, and they've come back out and kicked off with.
1: Have you got it there, you want to go through. Oh the, yeah, I'll keep going. The next the next bracket. So they were they did two encores. Two
0: encores were spoiled, bloody spoiled. Uh When the war is over. Which I think there's videos on. Uh, was it Jane Barnes's? Yes. Jimmy Barnes's wife put up a video of all of us singing to it, and it was
1: beautiful. Yes, on beautiful. yeah. If you find that on Twitter. I think we retweeted it.
0: Twitter and Instagram, if you're on. I think she's Jane
1: Thirteen Barnes on
0: Instagram. Um,
1: so it was. It was spine tingling. That <laughs>
0: so was good. Sort of it was beautiful. Yeah. Um, cheap wine. Which I was really, I was pretty happy to see that live. Yeah, that was cool. So good. Um, the perfect crime, which is uh, another one in an, from upcoming an upcoming, upcoming episode uh, album, yep. uh, and Hound Dog. I was again, I was bloody stoked that we got Hound
1: Dog. So we both picked that as as an we unofficial did, yeah off circus animals. So that was that was really exciting to see that. That was good. Yet again, you finished the show there. Yep, still happy. I'm so happy. Still happy. But there was. But the, wait, there's more. One more encore to come. Woo. I. Um, so did I say I'll, I'll put up this set list yep. in a playlist yep. of the studio versions if yep. anyone's interested on our Spotify account. We'll Sounds put a good. link in there. You, you should notes. put
0: up the extra two songs as well that didn't make it.
1: Oh, yeah? Yep. Special bonus tracks, mm-hmm. secret tracks. Secret tracks. Well, there's only one, I think, off this tour, and it was oh, Goodbye, Astrid, Astrid Goodbye, Bye. which I'll, I'll close it out in, in our yeah. mythical Makes Spotify sense. concert.
0: Yeah. Uh, encore 2, do you want to kick on? Yep. Fun Finish
1: What a great finish Holy shit Yep If it wasn't going to be Goodbye Astro Goodbye This is the song I would have picked to finish Agreed So two song Final Encore Started with Breakfast at Sweethearts It's a great fun track It was good <laughs>
0: <laughs> but, I think he said it too <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> And then finally To close out with Letter to Alan Oh. oh my god! And did that go? It went off. off.
0: Wow! I almost wow. wonder. Was
1: it like they went? We can't top that. Let's yeah. Let's. We or, can't. I'm not sure if it was time or or why they didn't finish with goodbye, or goodbye. For a little while after it finished, I'm like, was it us?
0: Is it? Yeah, did we not cheer loud enough?
1: <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> yeah, on their set list. Yep. Which they posted later, it had it written on there. Yeah. The so I, yeah, I wonder if it was time or what. I imagine yeah. it was something like that. I, I don't think they I were like they don't they do not they deserve it. They didn't cheer. <laughs> <laughs> they're in the background waiting to come on, <laughs> and they're like, I can't hear them.
0: No, we were screaming. Decibels <laughs> aren't up high enough, and yep. uh, yeah, you, they have some sort you of
1: failed us. Some sort of decibel chisel meter. <laughs> yeah, chiselometer. Chis-
0: how <laughs> how cold is the screaming? <laughs> um, but, one th- you know, one geez. thing I noticed. Yeah, I know. Uh, both of us are still just here, like.
1: <laughs> I'm honestly, I said I'm still pumped, but more honestly, I'm actually on a, having sort of post-concert blues now. Yep. That whole night, just on top of the world, uh, went back home, ordered a, ordered a pizza and then looked up the pizza shop and they were closed. I'm like, oh, that's <laughs> not good. <laughs> but they accepted my order and it's come out of my account. I'm uh-huh. like, oh, well, I'll figure that out tomorrow. Uh-huh. Then I ordered a kebab. Yep. The kebab came. Excellent. I ate half of that. Fell asleep. <laughs> then there was a knock <laughs> at the door. The pizza came, <laughs> like an hour later. <laughs> I don't know what's going on in Geelong. <laughs> the late night fast food system is it's, out of control. I love it. And then I so I woke up to half a kebab and half a pizza <laughs> next to the bed. <laughs> Oh, it was good. We were we were floating on air after the show. I, I posted a photo <laughs> on my Instagram and stuff in front of the cold tizzle sign. Standing oh, yeah, there with do you have a
0: picture? We have a picture of, of us together, of you as well. but
1: yeah. I, yeah, so we should post those as well. But yeah, look up my social media if you want to see that. For, I posted it at the time. What's your handle? Uh, Matt Stewart Comedy on Instagram? Instagram and Facebook and Matt Stewart underscore art on Twitter. On Twitter. Which I don't regret. yeah um, <laughs> <laughs> And then, so we we sort of everyone's leaving. Top of the world. Yeah, the vibe was so good amongst we're the flying. crowd and everything. Uh, it was a real bottleneck on the way out, yep. as I recall it. Yep. So there was a, a we're walking past a barbed wire fence. A few people had jumped it. Not a super high barbed wire fence, you know, like it's you for, know probably like chestish height.
0: Yeah, which for me, for you know, with yeah. barbed
1: wire to get over. It's, yeah, um, it's and it was more of a, a taut, climb
0: under. Yeah, it was quite tall.
1: T- it wasn't like you could push it right down and no. easily jump over. It was a very taut barbed wire. So yep. anyway, so a few people were jumping over it, and we uh, we decided, all right, we'll do it too.
0: Yeah, I don't know why we, we jumped over, afraid. and
1: then we went to get over. It. <laughs> It went, and I I just, it was relatively flat terrain, but it was dark. Yep. And I just went A over T. Yeah, it went on my front, or yeah. landed on my face.
0: It was dead set like watching slow mo. <laughs> And But not only that, but I think you had your hands were like in your backpack straps. Yeah. So you just like face planted.
1: That's right. Yeah, I would have just been walking with my, like an old southern yeah. lawyer.
0: Yeah, yep, yep. never walk like that with your backpack kids yep. or else you're going to fall flat on your face. Not unless
1: you're wearing a helmet no or something. No protection
0: to get out. But yeah, and then you were quite still for a bit and I was fucking crying with laughter. Started panicking that you were hurt and or mad at me for laughing at you. And then you rolled over and we realized that you were pissing yourself laughing also. And then, and then we all <laughs> cried about it for like 10 minutes. We
1: Yeah, we would cry a lot. I couldn't breathe. I was laughing so hard. I don't know why. <laughs> I, I so thought it was funny. so funny. I'm a it grown was. man who just fell over because I was walking. <laughs>
0: It was
1: was like it was it was sort of like the grass was you know, ankle it wasn't super long, but it was just long enough that I obviously misjudged (laughs) how deep it was.
0: One blade of grass, just (laughs) coil.
1: Uh, and anyway the, uh, to rub salt into the wound we got to the other side security was saying we couldn't <laughs> jump the other fence that would have made the shortcut actually worth doing yep. so we had to backtrack go back
0: and then some angel do you remember some angel out of the blue oh, helped
1: helped us with get the fence down he yeah, probably he got, saw he, us he
0: had, he had a he had like this big thick blanket that he laid over the oh that's
1: right well, that was no that was our a, blanket was it yeah I, that was me i laid down the blanket <laughs> What you, no, I you remember the
0: angel? No, he was a bald was, dude, wasn't he? There was he?
1: another man who came in and, he and then guns. he helped, helped us over the blanket. Yeah. And then it took me quite a while to get and the blanket off the bars. The ob- and then he disappeared into the abyss. He did. <laughs> yeah, what a man.
0: It was but stuck wh- for ages. What, was, know, what is while, happening?
1: While we're in there, you picked up a – that was where you found the purse, isn't it?
0: Yeah, I found a purse. Um, with a la- like It was just a lady's purse that had a whole bunch of – all her cash, all her ciggies. So she'd obviously taken the shortcut,
1: probably fallen on her face, dropped her wallet or a purse – and yeah it turns
0: you... out yeah it turns out she uh lived in only around the block from Megan my mate who was Ubering us uh so we dropped it off on the way home and Megan did it um did I tell you this already I can't remember but uh, Megan sent me a screenshot a few days later of the local Geelong community Facebook page and that girl whose purse we found posted saying thank you to oh. the good samaritans who found my wallet and returned it with oh all wow its, that's so nice and that I was, was like, all oh, you was lovely
1: I remember, oh, that was all you. Yeah, I remember saying, "Leave it. We don't have time." <laughs> <laughs> no, I thought that was that was cool. Yeah. It's just the kind of thing you when you do it, you go. I'd hope someone to do this for me. Ex- it's-
0: that was my exact because if I like lost my wallet and then you have to like cancel yeah. your cards and you got to get your fucking license. But it's, again, like, it's, just, it's just it's such
1: just, an fuck. easy thing to drop it back but such a pain-of-the-ass thing from the other side.
0: Yeah. I was talking and- to my uh, father-in-law about this, and he's like, it's a bit sad that doing the right thing is the
1: exception, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It feels like maybe it's not. Isn't it? I don't know. I don't think it is. I think I think, I think, think most people in the scenario we were in would have done the same thing. And I don't, like, I was not in control of that. I'm not thinking any credit <laughs> for that. That was all, all you and Megan, but... Um, yeah, that that was a funny sort of end still to the t- night.
0: Pick your bloody blanket off the fence. <laughs> yeah,
1: that's right. I was preparing myself for a big pizza <laughs> yeah, and all kebab. kebab. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, I, well, that probably is is long enough talking about. It's ended up being we were going to do a short episode, but it's ended up being a pretty normal length episode. Do you have Oops. any letters uh, oh, yeah, to Alan? that We've we should got a couple of about? letters
0: that we can uh, read out for us.
1: Let us know if anyone else has seen him on this tour. That night or any other night and uh, what you thought of it. And you can email us at, at uh, listennowpod at gmail.com. Beautiful. And we'll read it out in a future episode.
0: Um. All right. So letters to Alan. We've got Luke Chilton, who I believe is one of our regular tweeters.
1: He is. Resp- he's, respond. He's, tweeter, a, he's a fact checker. He
0: is our unofficial official fact checker. <laughs> um, he... I think he's a,
1: he's a hater of breakfast at Sweetheart's. Yes, yeah,
0: I think he is the person, remember Elliot last week who asked us how to piss off his mate?
1: Oh, well, that worked out really well because I said tell him that that's a great album because I think it is.
0: And he did and he sent (laughs) us the screenshot and Luke's response was fuck off.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I I get what Luke's saying about it. It could have been better but I still think the songs in particular are great and the recording's really good. Yep. It just it could have elevated even higher. It, it probably have. just sounds a little bit, it's a little bit, it's just slightly reined in, but it's. A, I'd say it's only a matter of degrees rather than I think Luke's saying it's basically been cut in half, you know. <laughs> yes. It's been cut off at the knees sort of thing, but, I, yeah, I disagree with that.
0: But um, yeah. but regular tweeter, first-time emailer. Um, regular I, tweeter. <laughs> regular tweeter. Better reggae. Uh, hi, I love the podcast. It's interesting. The Jimmy regards uh, Last Wave of Summer as the best of all the Chisel albums. Does he really? That is interesting. Apparently. Uh, apparently, the band used a complicated voting system to decide the original track listing, with each member advocating for their favorite tracks. Unfortunately, this re- resulted in tactical voting and petty disputes.
1: <laughs> that is amazing. That sounds about right, though, doesn't it? Is that why it took another 13 years for another studio Probably. Album? <laughs> tactical <laughs> voting. <laughs> Um, it's like Survivor or something.
0: Yeah, yeah you have <laughs> been to voted spoken. off. Uh, I think the album suffers from not having a proper producer. Uh, each song is basically approached in the same meat and potatoes live in the studio way with no variation in style. Uh, and then he goes on. He actually has quite a lot to say here. That is uh, which I interesting as
1: well because uh, uh, um he dislikes Breakfast at Sweethearts, mm. which he, the band kind of agrees with but. Jimmy's. This is Jimmy's favorite album, but he doesn't really see it that way. Yeah. I really enjoy it, like I was saying before. But I just think it. Yeah, it's just it's just a bit too obese in terms of amount of tracks. Correct. I think if it and maybe a producer would help them um, focus it yeah. a little better.
0: Um, Luke's the probably the most interesting point from Luke's email in terms of what else he's already said is, however. I do think Jimmy's vocals are among his best ever here. Yep. Even though his songwriting is not. Uh, apparently, the band were relying on him to bring the bangers, and he just turned up with a load of very dark, brooding, and angry tracks. Right. Thanks to his autobiography, we now know why.
1: Yeah. Well, that's. So that was around that rehab time. Wasn't he does he? tend to write the the balls to the wall rockers. Yeah. Uh, so that is interesting that they were relying on him for that, and and it wasn't. So I'm just looking at it now. Yeah, the one he like he wrote "Angel in My Room," which was anything but uh, a rocker. Uh, he also wrote "Never Stop Loving You." Mm, yeah, well, that's that is interesting. But I so that's probably one of the reasons this album doesn't have a, a full on banger to kick it off. But mm. "Yakuza Girls" is like um, Don did write a, a couple of bangers on this. So I think "Pretty Little Thing" rocks real hard as well in a sort of a low down way. Well. I mean, we've already talked about this album, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but uh, we we could go on. <laughs> and if, if you want to see how I recut it, I've already mentioned this twice. But yeah. yeah, go to our Spotify playlist, and I'd be interested to see what uh, Luke's opinion of it was. Yep. Uh, as well,
0: Luke tweet us as per you know the you know the drill. Um, and another the other one for today: the subject line in brackets, insert cowboy scream.
1: Oh, hang on. Should I can we? do, uh, I can, I can should do we... that? <laughs> Can we? Oh, actually, right on cue. <laughs> uh, <from laughs> through the smoky, there's an article that, a uh, little parody article.
0: Oh, the chaser! Will
1: Melbourne be able to see <laughs> Jimmy through the smoky sky? There he is.
0: He seems to think yes.
1: <laughs> oh, the clouds are clearing. The smoke. <laughs> he's coming. The hazes. <laughs> he's he's blowing it away. <laughs> Oh, oh, No, but clear. he's also bringing the fire. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> Fuck! I'll never get. I don't think. I still I'll haven't got over it. it. We're at like 13 or 14 episodes in, and I have I'm not still got not sick of over that. it. I still don't know how. And the whole I'm sure the listeners <laughs> are not either. <laughs>
0: um, from Matthias Austin, uh, you always seem to know where people are from, so I guess I'll tell you that I'm from Wheaton, Illinois, a little, a little city outside of Chicago, the Windy City.
1: Ah, Chicago. Chicago. The Windy City Chicago. Why'd you steal my thing? <laughs> uh, Michael um, Jordan played for that team oh. So Oprah was from there Playboy was initially from there uh, Improv started there I nice. think Sort of Pro- oh.
0: Fact check Luke <laughs> <laughs> uh, Hello Sam and Matt I'm absolutely loving the podcast I was a big fan of Matt via Do Go On and Getting Fruity with Matt and the Boys Oh one
1: of my <laughs> big and podcasts. his And
0: his inferior <laughs> monkey podcast <laughs> Yes Matt some of us are apes we get it uh, and I heard Matt plugging listen now for a while, but it wasn't until Sam's report about Jimmy Barnes that I got interested. Thank you very much. Uh, I heard that I heard the cowboy coming over the hills and I thought, well, I clearly need to find out more. <laughs> yeah. That's how we got into that's how, you know, um, uh, I did and it's great. I'm loving it. And thanks to you too. Bo. Thanks to you too. Oh, Christ. Bo River live is probably my favorite chisel tune. Great. Great, great. Uh, A quick-ish story. I work with someone who is an amazing guitarist and all-around rock connoisseur and had never heard of Cold Chisel, so I played him the start of Bow River from Barking Spiders, told him that Mossy was actually the backup singer for the band. He was astonished. (laughs) Then I played him You Got Nothing I Want to give him that Jimmy Barnes flavor and he loved it. Uh, I mentioned that they came out of the same style as ACDC, and he said they were far superior to any ACDC track, and that Jimmy was a much better vocalist than Bon Scott. Whoa! <laughs> Large. Uh, anyway, Bringing the fire over I there is a whole annoy. lot of fire. Um, anyway, Chisel is slowly starting to reach America now, thanks to you. Oh. <laughs> uh, and they maybe finally break. They finally break. <laughs> um, they should. I fucking hope so. God, that'd be so good. Even if everyone could uh, credit us, that would also be great. We might meet them. Uh, and maybe someday we as a nation can give them the respect and honour they are due. It would be the least we could make up for dot, 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 just the whole r- world right now. Dot, dot, dot. <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs>
1: What a lovely email. <laughs> Thank you, Matthias. That's a sick email. That made that's filled me with joy. Great joy. Thank you, joy. Matthias. Well, that probably brings us to the end of the episode, does it, Sam? It does. Uh, if you, like I say, if you want to get into the letters bag to Alan, you can <laughs> you can email us at <laughs> listennowpod at gmail.com. And if you want to find us on social medias, you can follow us at listennowpod on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And yeah, that brings us to, Oh no. Oh no! I was going to say we have to rate it, but we've already we don't have to rate it. It was we a concert. We've given it, it, was, it six, out six out of five. It's six out
0: of five. It's all it's, rated. Yeah, it's
1: negative two degrees.
0: Oh, it's negative six. Yep. even for each star
1: that it earned. <laughs> uh, so that leaves us with nothing else to say but goodbye, Astrid. Goodbye. Podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates.
0: I mean, if you want, it's, it's up to you. Hey, it's Paige Desorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince.